Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Let's get this party going. Right. Now we're ready. <laughs> this is Ed McMahon. And now, he Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Season your. It's the dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And everybody, on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. <sighs> pump up that music, Michael. It's an information party. Come on now. It's a party! I don't even know. I don't know. COVID relief? Do we want to admit that we're going to try to not talk about the I-word all day long? Dada. Maybe our general but, manager is not talking about the I-word. I don't know if I could do it. Really? Wow. I just heard something so interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it won't take very long at all. It's very simple, but uh, I'm kind of anxious to talk about it. Could we banish all I talk to a to a segment? Put it in a ghetto. Is that what you're proposing? Less a banishment, more a quarantine. A quarantine of the the I word into like a like two minutes of I word every hour. At one Let's point. socially distance it from the rest of the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just I'll tell you what it is right now. Oh boy, over on Na- Nakedly Progressive Radio, they're talking as if it's a 100 percent certainty. The trial is going to happen in the Senate. Yeah, I've been surprised by that. The um, uh, the left leaning cable news shows. I thought I thought that side would be really into this, um, uh, discussing this whole thing. Didn't come up on Brian Williams at all last night. Really, a lot of talk about you know Trump and his problems. Oh, they talked about impeachment, but the whether or not it will happen. No, weeks long trial. That's what they're saying. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, and Kamala Harris asked about it. Well, what about the agenda and the rest? And she said, well. We can multitask. <laughs> you know how she always laughs and laughs like way longer than is appropriate. Very strange. Yeah. So there were there were a couple of things that happened uh, along those lines that were pretty interesting. And I thought, how come that's not interesting for the left leaning channels? Um, seems like it would be a big story of should we do this or not for our own sake? Um let me find my notes on that. <clears throat> I had a couple of uh, important things. One of them being that James Comey yesterday sure. sa- suggested that Joe Biden maybe should pardon Donald Trump in the best interest of the country. And uh, so we could move forward and not get distracted by the trial and everything like that. Comey's got a new book out. Who would buy that? Justice must come or something. I can't remember the are name you, of it. Are you su- uh, suggesting maybe he's not being sincere about that? or? Well, no, he might be sincere about it. I just was astounded that he had a book out and that anybody thought anybody would buy it. Um, no, I think he's he's probably right in the same way Gerald Ford was right. Let's just move on. There's no there's no reason to exhume the body of the Trump presidency and kick it. I thought that would be a huge story, so I go over to Brian Williams on MSNBC. Nothing that didn't come up at all. So. Yeah, well, I said they weren't going to have the trial, and I, I based that on the fact that it didn't make any sense to, from the left's point of view, from the Democrats' point of view. But, you know, I've been wrong before. 
Um, including some people are making the argument, God, it'll pop back into my head who was talking about. So Joe Biden uh, announces yesterday this $1.4 trillion plan that he wants to get going right away. You know, we just passed a one point whatever trillion dollar plan and, um, which would include, uh, more stimulus checks and, uh, try to fill out the $2,000 check per person and all that sort of stuff. And a number of top Democrats said, you know, I don't, I'm not sure we're going to be able to get this through. Um, and do impeachment at the same time. But again, it was not a conversation on the left, which I find interesting. So I don't know. Mm, mm. That's enough of that, I suppose. Now, I, I don't mean to quibble or anything. Is it 1.4 or 1.9? Oh, it might be 1.9. Because that's my, $500 my, million. Dollars. My eyesight said, <laughs> you know, that, that's a rounding error in the modern world. And the, sure, in, in who the, cares? In the, the kids will pay it, we, stupid kids. We, we spend a couple of trillion dollars every few months now, and it's just a thing. Woohoo! And apparently there's no limit to how much we can spend it. And here's the conversation I'm looking forward to. Boy, I'm being sarcastic because I'm not looking forward to it. All of a sudden, a bunch of Republicans who are passing trillion dollar this and trillion dollar that without batting an eye are going to find their fiscal conservative bona fides and uh, and then and start complaining about that. And then you're going to get the hypocrisy claims. The left's going to say, you didn't care when blah, blah. So look forward to that conversation. That will be just a good old time. Man, that'll be fun. Can't wait. That's it. I'm moving to Ecuador. <laughs> That'd Here I come, fun. Ecuador. Anyway. Um, oh, I still have paused up on the TV. <clears throat> Talked about this briefly yesterday afternoon. In business news, uh, 40,000 fitness facilities closed permanently so far because of the uh, coronavirus. 40,000. Great Scott. You thought America was fat before. Just wait. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it from that angle. Oh, sorry. Um. But No, it's obviously a, an economic and human tragedy. All those jobs, all those suppliers, you know, not just the people who work at the fitness place, but people who make fitness equipment, for instance. Well, that's just that one sector. And you look at uh, restaurants, and you look at this and that, and all the different kinds of things that have closed forever. Just amazing. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday about, you know, when the rent is going to come due on all this. All these people out of work. All this spending. You can't keep giving out stimulus checks forever. Eventually, it's all going to catch up, and... And we will find that the rent is too damn high, Michael, in my opinion. Um, anyway. These are, these are not cheery times. No, The it's rent is too damn high. That's what I'm saying as a fiscal you know, I was watching. Uh, I watched a little bit of Morning Joe today, just the first couple of minutes, and he came out with some sort of, uh, Good morning, Friday. It's Friday, and we all could use a Friday, everything like that. And that is the last happy thing you're going to hear me say for the next three hours. Urgh. And I thought, yeah, that's kind of where we are news-wise right now. Oh, gosh. Um, I tell you what. Just getting ready for the show. We'll go ahead and tell you, folks. Uh, during our little pre-show meeting, we all talk and, and look at this uh, recordings we have, what we want to play for you, and the stories and, and such. I just I found it so disturbing. I, I just uh, my, my spirits were sinking. Have you heard the 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 horrific intent and violence of some of the people who stormed the Capitol? Have you heard the police officers describing what it was like in the middle of that melee? We'll play you some of those clips. It's amazing. And what people were saying and doing, that's troubling. I don't know how many people out there uh, have that on their mind. Executing Nancy Pelosi. Killing cops. Since when are conservatives cop killers? You tell me that. Since since when is anybody I could possibly excuse or support a cop killer? I, I don't know who this crowd is or what they're up to or how many of them there are. But anyway, more on that later. 
Let's introduce everybody in the squad because it's teamwork that makes the dream work. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Looking forward to the weekend, are you, Michael? I am. Let me bring something lighthearted here. Right. I saw the movie Kingpin the other day, an old, <laughs> old-fashioned uh, John probably knows That's it. a bowling movie yeah, with a great Bill one. Murray? And Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson, it's wow. One of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It is. It's very funny. Very funny. But it just made me think that, you know, when things open up again, maybe I'll take up bowling. And I've also thought about taking up, uh, learning to shoot pool and getting good at it, you know. You just, decided. <laughs> I just thought. You decided at your current. Yeah. Current right. age, well, why not? You, you just why got not? married. Some hobbies. I think I'll get good at pool. <laughs> He's a young man, Come young and all junkie. Huh? It's you know, it's fine. Everybody's got a hobby. I play guitar. You it, play pool. It looked like fun on TV. I thought you know I could do that maybe. So I'll, hey, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll tell you this, and Joe always says this about bowling. Um, this has been true for me. A pool. I played so much pool in college, and 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 after. I mean, so much. We had a a pool table in the uh, student union, and it, I played every day for years. I played pool every day, and never got. A percent better than the first time I ever picked up a stick. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Was this your eyesight, though? Like baseball, you weren't good. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I think, I don't know. Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing quite well. Uh, I, I have a thing. I, I don't f- feel like you were playing pool. That was the backdrop to do the things you actually wanted to do. I drank a great deal while I was yeah, playing yeah, pool. Yeah, you're not going to get good at most things just through osmosis. You actually have to put in. Uh, That's uh, a good point. You have to put in study and t- right. Like it, it, there's a bit of a misnomer that practice makes perfect. That is false. Practice makes permanent. Perfect practice yeah. makes perfect. You, 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 that is absolutely true. Thank Get, you, Sensei. But that is absolutely true. Getting to the guitar thing, it's very easy to grab a guitar, sit on your lap, and noodle around and 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 act like you're practicing. That is not practicing. Yeah, that's the only thing I do. <laughs> I did that for many years. I did not get any better. It's it's um, callous building. <laughs> um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. It is Friday, January 15th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve this program. Let's begin officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, the show begins at Mark. That's a woman, an old woman arguing with her Alexa, trying to get the proper music to play. <laughs> That's a crazy old bat babbling nonsense is what that is. <laughs> I like how she kept calling Alexa honey. I can't convince my kids that you have to talk slowly and enunciate and toward the thing. There's a lot of, hey, Alexa, why don't you make it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't get what they want. Come on. <laughs> How does mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. It must give way, though, to, for uh, the clips of the week, which come up first. Oh, you remembered this week. Remember yeah, last week? It was one of your worst performances ever. I remember yeah. it. Well, I put myself on uh, probation. Oh, gotcha. So the, 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 And, and what did we get? Improvement out of that. Well, that's right. I gave myself a very harsh review. There are some uh, news headlines to catch up on, including those clips from uh, cops telling about what it was like uh, Wednesday before last. It's it's really something. All that on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Show. That's 
poor QAnon woman from San Diego that got killed at the Capitol, she was in a thruple, we now know. Holy cow. Thruples turn out to be more uh, more prevalent than I had realized. Uh, okay. I'm not interested, but that's interesting. I'm not either. I'm just I'm surprised there's many. It's, yeah. It, it, in her particular one, it was her, her husband, and another a hot chick. If I'm going to be in one, that's the alignment I'd choose. And both the husband and the other woman in the thruple were shocked that she was there and, and uh, engaged in this sort of stuff. They had no idea hmm. that she was into the whole QAnon thing and everything. I have not followed this aspect of the story. The thruple part? The thruple part. Yeah. Huh. Dude must have game. It's a tragedy, but oh, yeah. as long as you brought it up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, mailbag is coming up in a moment or two. Easy in there. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Getting him out of office, the quickest way that that will happen is us being sworn in on the 20th. I will not suffer your Q people after this. I knew what you were day one, and I know what you are now, and I'm sick of it. Ten episode limited series without star Kim Cattrall. The limited series will be called Just the City. Soon may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. What about the fact that Han Solo's talking to a Bigfoot? He's speaking Bigfoot, Han Solo's speaking English. (laughs) Members will record their votes by electronic device. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know the, you know, how to else explain that, but yeah, that's that's that would be a problem. I'm not a magician, and neither is Mr. Big. This is the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. The party is over. Netflix announced this week that it will release a new movie every week of 2021, unless we meet their demands. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk. He's just got he's got too much money. That's it now. He's using outer space as a wine cellar. Will you have a, a beer before the show? Do you drink during the show? No, I'm a I'm a before, during, and after guy for sure. Hell yes. yeah! I'm before, during, okay. and after. <laughs> Boy, those first two clips important and didn't get enough attention. I don't think Joe Biden making it pretty clear. I think that he thinks let's just get Trump out of office the normal way and go on with our lives. I think that's what Joe Biden believes. Uh, why didn't he just state? that i mean he obviously was stating that without stating it but why hold back i don't know i don't know then the clip after that was important but i don't remember what it was what was the clip after that john <laughs> alex jones denouncing oh, yeah. you q people alex yeah. jones has said now that's enough of the QAnon crowd that's that's too much right I can't be well, in bed with that well, he said alex i've known jones. what you were from the beginning and you are that and i'm through with you yeah that's something else you know just a, a private uh, private moment here as I was doing the introduction, uh, a fond look back, I almost choked on the word fond. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm not, I haven't been fond of this week in the least. No. I'm repulsed by it. I'm sickened by it. I'm discouraged by it. Boy. Speaking of repulsive and discouraging, mailbag. <laughs> this ought to be the new national anthem. It buoys the mood. Sean, am I wrong? It certainly does. And there's one thing I'm certain of. When the vaccine hits... 
and karaoke is once again a legal activity <laughs> in my city, I am doing sea shanty karaoke. Oh, there yes. you go. I will be the hero of that bar. Theme night, dressed like a pirate, sings sea shanties. I love the idea. <laughs> dressed like a pirate. You know, it's, I tell you what. <laughs> When everybody gets that vaccine, it's going to be like uh, Times Square when World War II ended. I mean, sailors be. are going to be kissing nurses. I'm going to ask Judy if she's interested in the thruple. I mean, everything's just, everything will be better. The, the, the thruple is limiting. Polycule. That's that's the that's that's the open-ended thing. Thruple limits it to three. You can no, have any no, number. No, no, no. Thruple, no. you're going to finally bring another dude in? or? Oh, Lord. Uh, no, I'm uh, Sean, I'm a man who craves leisure. I'm not doing that poly what's-its. That sounds like constant work. That, that, not, all right, so a little uh, mailbag here, and we've got a lot of great email that we'll, we'll sprinkle in throughout the show, or at least I hope we will. Our freedom-loving quote of the day, once again, from James Madison, the father of the Constitution. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit more about my fondness for Madison later, but uh, listen to this, would you? How crazy is this? I cannot undertake to lay my finger on that article of the Constitution, which granted a right to Congress of expending the money of their constituents on objects of benevolence. In other words, he said from the beginning, there's no redistribution of income in the Constitution. You don't get to take people's money and give it to other people. His object of benevolence is my hierarchy of need. Yeah, well, you lose that argument. <laughs> why, why, he, they should have used less fancy words. Maybe we all would understand what they're talking about and live by them. Well, those those were regular words back in the day. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, idiocracy has, has left us where we are. Uh, the contrast between that and a Hawaii legislator sent along by alert listener Gary to mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. She said uh, of the brand new wealth tax, it's an opportunity to raise revenue, but it's about using taxes to eliminate the gap between the rich and poor. There you go. Wow. Holy cow. Armstrong and Getty. I remember, like, guys were stripping me of my gear, and then some guys started getting a hold of my gun, and uh, they were screaming out, um, you know, kill him with his own gun. Um, at that point, you know, it was just, like, self-preservation. Um you know, how do I survive this situation? Holy cow. Yeah, that's D.C. police officer Michael Fanone. We've got more from him and some of the other uh, police officers were there Wednesday before last at the Capitol explaining what's going on. Clearly, when you have people attacking cops in groups, screaming, get his gun, kill him with his own gun, that's not just... Uh, People who have an interest in Republican politics who got fired up by a speech. Exactly. Um, that's 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 a crowd. I, I'm not exactly sure what's going on. So uh, at least one of the people that's been arrested is being charged by the FBI with uh, wanting to assassinate Nancy Pelosi on live television. Right. Abduction and assassination of a variety of figures, depending on which guy you're talking about. But that was the intent of some of these people. And I'm, I feel this temptation to leap to my conclusion, but we'll listen to more of the peace officers before we do that. Yeah. And, and I, this might help set the scene, um, before we get hearing from more of the officers that were there. Wall Street Journal and a bunch of publications have done this, I guess, but the Wall Street Journal has a great, like, six and a half minute video. We'll have linked at armstrongandgetty.com. 
where they took a bunch of different camera footage from different angles and put together kind of the timeline. Here's the crowd. Here's where it met. Here's a little of the speech. Here's the two roads they walked down. Here's what it looked like when they when they got to the police officers and from all kinds of different angles. And it is freaking horrifying. I mean, it is freaking horrifying. There's a big group of people. I have no idea how many. I don't. I don't know what's going on. If you know what's going on, you know, let me know. They had something on their mind. It was. It didn't. It, it wasn't just like a building process. Those people at the front, they came at those cops so hard and so fast, and so many of them were wearing these orange beanies, as the Wall Street Journal points out, in different spots. So they were coordinating. Uh, so they could keep an you know uh, keep an eye on each other, and know where each other were on this. That was completely coordinated by fifty people, five hundred people. I have no idea, but they had a plan in mind to do serious violence. Right, and I'll just I'll skip to my a very brief version of what I want to tell you in a few minutes, which is there were different groups of people there, different layers, if you will. A lot of just people who thought, yay, it's a rally. Good, honest folks. Maybe they're a little uh, deceived by some of the rhetoric of the day, fine. But there were also people who were more than willing to do violence, and there were a group of people, as Jack's been describing, who were intent on murdering. Murdering, abducting, cop killing, the rest of it. And if you make any sort of blanket excuse for the whole thing, because some of the people were nice people, you're a fool. You have to understand the different groups that were there. And they used each other in a way. I think that's what Kevin McCarthy was trying to say the other day. Look, these were not Antifa. These were people in our crowd, and we need to be concerned about that. There was a group, and again, I wish I had the slightest idea how many they were. The FBI is going to tell us at some point. Their plan was, we can overwhelm these police. I don't care if we have to kill them to do it. We're going to get into the Capitol, and we're going to assassinate Nancy Pelosi, maybe Mike Pence. Who knows what was on their mind? Right. Jesus, it's just it's it's stunning that that has happened. We got more from this police officer. That would definitely give them the justification that they were looking for to kill me uh, if they already didn't have made that up in their minds. Uh, so... The other option I thought of was, you know, try to appeal to somebody's humanity. Um, and I I just remember yelling out that I have kids. And uh, it seemed to work. Some people in the crowd started to encircle me and try to offer me some level of protection. Um, a lot of people have asked me, you know, my thoughts on uh, the individuals in the crowd that, um, you know, that helped me. Uh, or, or try to offer some assistance. Uh, and I, I think kind of the conclusion I've come to is like, you know, thank you, but f- you for being there. Wow. Mm. Remember, so we talked to a guy the day after, remember, that had been there, and he said, look, we were all yelling at the people breaking the windows. What are you doing? Stop doing that. I believe that he, and I certainly hope the vast majority of the people in the crowd felt that way. Like, what are you doing? But clearly, they were unaware that the crowd they'd followed to the building, they were intent on hurting whoever they had to hurt, killing whoever they had to kill. Sure. And and some of the theory is, and I wouldn't doubt it, because I've heard this mocked, way to show up to one of the you know most surveilled places on the planet with no mask on, no nothing, walk around smiling. They didn't care because they thought they were patriots. Uh, they were going to retake the country, and they were part of the great, you know, founding generation 
of uh, uh, of restarting this country. They right. want to be known as, you know, the Sam Adams and Patrick Henry of this group, these freaking crazy people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's hear from some more of the cops, huh? The next up is Officer Daniel Hodges. There's a guy ripping my mask off, and he, uh, he, he was able to rip away my baton and beat me with it. And, um, you know, he was practically foaming at the mouth. So just these people were true believers in the worst way. When things were looking better, you know, obviously I was calling out for all I was worth, and um, an officer behind me was able to get, get me enough room to pull me out of there, and they, they brought me to the rear, so I was able to uh, extricate myself. The cognitive dissonance and the, uh, the zealotry of these people is unreal. You know, they were waving the thin blue line flag and telling us, you know, we're not your enemies while they were attacking us and, uh, you know, kill one of us. Stay home, stop this. But, you know, on the other hand, I kind of hope, well, I hope they're caught. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. There is some belief that the people at the front thought all the police would be on their side, I guess, and would just let them through. And as soon as they put up any resistance, it was, okay, you're one of them, whoever them is. You're not right. on the correct side here. Well, and, and, uh, and there's speculation that some of the Capitol Police were on their side. I don't know whether that's true or not. There are quite a few groups in in the U.S. who believe in the need for the violent overthrow of the government from the right who sought this opportunity to, uh, to to implement their plan, and they came damn close to at least doing some enormous damage, and five people are dead. I mean, that's damage enough. What sickens me and what's so counterproductive right now, well, I guess we have one more clip, don't we? I'll make that point in a second. Let's hear a D.C. police officer, Christina Laurie. The individuals were pushing, shoving officers, hitting officers. Um, they were spraying us with what we were are calling bear. It's essentially bear maze. Oh yeah, that's one thing I want to mention from the Wall Street Journal video. So you you see a, a great angle of a few cops, lightly armed, as this mob comes from comes toward them, and they quickly realize, holy crap! I mean, we're we're going to get overrun, and they were quickly. But so they get out their little you know maces like. You know, women carry around to protect themselves in the parking lot or whatever, and they're, they're little pepper sprays. And, and these these giant dudes who came there with, you know, their flags, they quickly hold a different way, and you, you become aware that, oh, okay, that's carrying a giant bat is what you're doing with that flag. That's why you were carrying that. Um, and they have these giant canisters of bear mace. So the police are going, and they're going, with this fire hose of bear mace in their face. Right. It's just it's amazing. made to shoot like 35 feet. Yeah. 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 So the point I was going to make is it is obvious you see uh, people who were intent on murder, on violence, on warfare. And anybody who excuses, sympathizes, uh, refuses to condemn that, you're no friend of mine. Please go go from us. I have no I don't want you as a listener. I don't want you as a friend. I don't want you to email us. I just don't want you. And you don't want me, so that's fine. We'll just we'll go our separate ways. But, and this is so dangerous. You have people who just showed up at the peaceful rally because they thought the election was stolen. They thought the voting systems were so fast and loose, the election was stolen. 
And I partly agree with those people, just about the fast and loose uh, you know, voting methods. They're suspect at best. But having said that, you have people who are just there cheering and laughing at Donald Trump's speech and, and yay, and then intending to maybe go see a monument or two and go home. Now, they're being lumped in with the worst of the worst, and they're losing their jobs. The, the, I read this one article about this 18-year-old activist chick who outed her mom on social media because her mom was standing there peacefully exercising her First Amendment rights at the rally. And here, here is the sickening problem. And this is not a Joe the conservative up with conservatism. This is Joe the American afraid for his country. If you force those nice law-abiding people who are just pissed off about the election or are super crazy into Donald Trump, more than me, but, you know, you get to me. If you force those people into a camp with the violent crazies, those people will be in the camp of the violent crazies. You on the left, you have to say over and over again, there was nothing wrong with people going to hear a speech. Maybe you didn't like the speech. You know, I thought the speech was kind of dangerous, honestly. Um, but you can't group those people in with the violent lunatics. Or you'll convince them that it's true. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, that one cop talking about, you know, I was telling him I've got kids when they're they're screaming, they're trying to get my gun, kill him. Kill him with just, his own gun. Kill him. That is, geez, that's just, uh, that's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. And you, so you thought you were going to go in there and you were going to kill Nancy Pelosi and abduct Mike Pence. And then what was going to happen? The whole federal government of the United States was just going to say, okay, you win. I guess Trump will be president for the next four years and we'll just all go back about our lives. Not sure you thought this through. Mm, Well, yeah, there's no rational answer to an irrational idea. So, yeah, I mean, we've all uh, gotten swept away in some strange thoughts uh, in our lives, and I would submit that those people thought it through plenty. They just, their their facts were wrong. Their ideas were wrong. Well, there is such a military and police presence at the U.S. Capitol. Nothing's going to happen on Inauguration Day, not at the, not at the U.S. Capitol. No. It, it's just it'd be impossible. No, it's an armed camp. It's Fort Knox. But something could happen various other places around the country, or it could happen a different day, not Inauguration Day, certainly. Yeah, yeah. But God dang it, that is just so troubling. The FBI says they've ID'd it's 200 people so far that they know who they are. Many people have been arrested. They're going to arrest the rest of them. But I hope they get this figured out and they start getting laptops and communication and, you know, and... and and we figure out, get an, a handle on how many people this crowd is. And well, and who they are. Right. And it is a character check for Trump fans, for conservatives. Are you down with cop killers or are you not? My answer is I'm not. Well, we're getting texts from people who are still excusing the behavior because of this or because of that. Well, listen, if they want to echo our point that the left failed to condemn uh, political violence for months and months and months, I agree completely. Yeah. But that's not an excuse. That's an explanation. Of escalation. Yeah. Just escalates and escalates until you finally call it out. We're, uh, you know, we got to call it all out. None of it's okay. Anyway, our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Today was International Kite Day. International what day? Said a kid playing a six-dimensional video game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Seth Meyers, uh, does he have children? I think he's a childless person. Or does he have kids? I don't know. Uh, my kids, the kids love kites. The The wonder of kites did not go away just because video games exist. That's the, true. A, a kite is pretty, pretty amazing. I'd fly a kite right now if I could. Get it way high in the air and just marvel at it. There are plenty of other things. <laughs> that you, you described it. <laughs> That's the kiting experience. Um, um, uh, then I moved on to kiting checks for a while. Did three months uh, in the county. checks. In the county jail. <laughs> No, Myers ha- Myers does have he has two kids and he even joked about one of the interesting births that happened in a hotel lobby. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um but uh, but th- he's right but there are plenty of other things like you know try to get a game of monopoly going. <laughs> and uh why am I doing this for fun? Although we played Battleship, Henry and I played Battleship the other day. Well, although we didn't finish the game, he got bored with it and went yeah. back to Zelda. Yeah, which is well, a little faster paced than you sunk my battleship. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, that, I that, can't that. defend Monopoly. Monopoly was boring in 1974. Or why defend Battleship or any other board game? There, there's the quiet, you know, the, the 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 advantage to the brain and the pace and all that sort of stuff. I get it, but as pure just entertainment at the moment, we weren't playing Battleship or Monopoly because we're stronger of character. It was the best option, unfortunately. Yes. Um, and I would be fascinated to see like a brain. You know, they hook up the wires to the brain and they see the synapses firing compared to when you are playing a game like Zelda Breath of the Wild. Not all video games are as great and creative inducing as that versus when you're playing Battleship. I would almost guarantee you, you are doing more creative synapse firing in the, uh, in the video game than no, not. No, that's, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong because you got a hit on G7. <laughs> And you gotta ask yourself, is the next one G eight or is it H seven? See, Sean. If you put the thing on his head, it would just his synapses are saying, Kill me, kill me. As we play so bored. so bored. I was trying to come up with something really creative, like all my boats clumped together or all along the sides. Nobody would oh, guess that. Controversial. <laughs> Your navy. Please. You make Pearl Harbor look like good ship distribution. <laughs> Wow. Uh, one note. <laughs> this came up yesterday. The Sopranos. The Sopranos movie is still a thing. It's called The Many Saints of Newark. It's going to be a prequel to The Sopranos when Tony Soprano was young. <laughs> yes, it. that means we get to see a young Polly Walnuts. Go ahead. But it, yes. is, it is It is. David Chase is behind it, the guy who made The Sopranos. So there's, there's every reason to believe that yep. it'll be freaking fantastic. But it got pushed back, some filming problems and COVID and all that sort of stuff. But it is coming out September of this year, so later this year. I look forward to that. Yes, indeed. Boy, that'll be a huge watch, won't it? That'll be People will be having house parties to gather on a Friday night and watch that on Netflix, I think. The Sopranos movie. Oh, yeah. yeah I, house I, parties. I remember those. Oh, yeah. That, that, I actually got physically excited when yep. I saw that headline. Uh, now, speaking of house parties and the lack thereof, meanwhile, back at the COVID, a tale of three states and their distribution of the vaccines. We'll do that uh, after the, the news and the, the top of the hour commercial break. So stay tuned or, or click or whatever the heck you do. And in six or seven minutes, we'll have that for you. Uh, absolutely. Almost hilariously inept uh, distribution of the vaccine. Uh, It's only not hilarious because people are dying. 
A little bonus mailbag because we didn't get to any. I mentioned that uh, Gary, alert listener and Gar- uh, Gary in Hawaii, pointed out that the uh, the Democrats in Hawaii, who have done a miserable job of distributing the vaccine, by the way, are passing a new wealth tax. If you have, if you make more than a hundred thousand dollars in Hawaii, one of the highest cost of living states in the union, uh, you're going to be subject to this wealth tax. And this uh, this babe in the uh, government said, "Is there a name in here?" This babe. <laughs> I was trying to buy a little time. Um, you know, I have the article somewhere, but this is what how Gary uh, summarized it or, or gave me the excerpt. Uh, she says, it's not only an opportunity for raising revenue. It's about using taxes to eliminate the gap between the rich and poor. We can do both things at once. It's unbelievable. So now they're just saying it out loud. We're going to take your money and give it to people with less money so everybody has the same amount of money. No matter what you did to get it, what matter of work, risk, talent, you had to get it. And no matter what you did to not have money. Right. Not, I'm not painting with a broad brush. Plenty of people, modest incomes, trying very hard, doing all the right things. But there are a lot of people that don't have money who've have messed up their lives in a variety of ways. Right. Or they just haven't sought it. I've been that person. I've lived with those people. There's right. plenty of people screwing up their lives. Why yeah. do they get money from the other crowd? Right. People Automatically. Gonna be le- people going to be fleeing Hawaii like, like they are California. Paul writes, sure, Jack, go get your air fryer. We talked about air fryers mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, wait till you try to pair it with your Bluetooth. Be sure to share how it went. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a smart air fryer. It, 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 it couples with your headphones and your garage door and your refrigerator to something, something, something. Well, it's supposed to. It doesn't, but it's supposed to. <laughs> it says on the box it does. Armstrong and Getty.